The sermon for the baptism of our Lord is based on uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. Uh, the sermon is entitled, It is Fitting. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John said, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Now again, as we hear John's words, from a human standpoint, how fitting of a response that was, wasn't it? After all, this was the one that St. John was preparing for, preparing the people in the call of repentance, the one who was mightier than him, even the one whose sandal he was unworthy to carry, even the one where John would leap in his mother's womb. It was fitting in his own human reason to say, why do you come to me, Lord? You are the sinless one. You are perfect. You are the Lamb of God. You must increase. I must decrease. No need to be baptized by me. No, Lord. Yes, these words, we can all agree how they were fitting from John's shoes. Yet the Lord had other plans. The Lord saw fit that day that he was to be baptized by John. In the season of Epiphany, also known as the season of light, how fitting it is to begin last Friday with the wise men, with the star, the light that would lead them to the Christ, the light that would give them great rejoice and joy, falling down and worshiping this Lord. How fitting it was. Because this is what the light brings in the midst of darkness. And how fitting it was, according to God and his word, that Jesus would respond that day to John, let it be so now, that for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus is saying, this is my plan, this is my word, What is fitting is according to my grace. What is fitting is according to the mercy of Christ. What is fitting is according to God's promise. And that promise is to fulfill not just some righteousness, not just for some people, but all righteousness. All righteousness. Because we know ever since the fall into sin, the separation from God, sin and death would come into the world. And how fitting would this idiom be in regards to our spiritual condition? Yes, we would, because of sin, are like a square peg in a round hole. Yes, in our sin, it is impossible to fit with God by our own way. Because the anchor was dropped through the one man's disobedience. The anchor that would shackle the world, captivating the world in this sin. And in light of that, in light of our sin, we know what is fitting for us if we wanted to be honest, truly honest with ourselves. As we look at the mirror of the law, we see the humble reflection of what we have done and what we have left undone. 
Honestly, all the times we put ourselves first rather than God, all the times we trust in man rather than God's word, all the times we use our words to gossip, to judge, to cast down those around us, all the times we live with smug hearts as if we have some sort of self-righteousness that can merit our way to God, all the times we are so attached to the temporal things of this life. So attached that our roots become our own little gods. Do you see it all the times for all of us here, you and me? What is fitting in light of that? What should be done? What do we deserve? Why do you come to me, Lord, John says. And so it is for us. Why? Friends, we can can play the charade of self-righteousness, parading ourselves in a false foundation. We can smile and live in our own platitudes as if these words have some sort of power and promise. We can even ignore the true reality of our sin. And pretend as if it's not there. Yes, ignorance is bliss, the world says. We can even marginalize our own true depravity by redefining sin as simply a mistake. Yet at the end of the day, what is fitting? For up to you and me, the verdict would be guilty. Now, some may believe they can pardon themselves from this verdict. They can justify themselves. It can be that plea bargain, their way out of this much-deserved death sentence. Others may demand clemency for all that they have done in their life. But John very well knew, and so it is with us. I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? John knew what was fitting according to himself. And here we are today gathering together in the word and the sacrament at this divine service as God is with us, serving us, working on us, feeding us, giving the gifts to us. Here we are resting upon what is radically fitting to us by our Lord and his will, not according to ourselves, but rather what is of God, gracious and merciful, according to his will and plan. And that day it was the same. Jesus laid out the plans for John. And as he said, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. To fulfill all righteousness. Epiphany, the season of light, the light of the world. Jesus came to fulfill the will of God, and that is to be and to deliver you your righteousness. And there it was fitting to be baptized by John. A time where the heavens were open, the Spirit of God descending like a dove and resting on him, anointing him. Behold, the voice from heaven, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased the beloved son that he sent to this world, for this was fitting for God. Yes, 
that day, marking to all the world saying, yes, I've come to this world to be your sacrifice. I've come to this world to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I've come to this world to be your suffering servant, your substitute. Jesus is claiming as it would point all the way to the cross. Now, this is what is fitting to God. Think about that. How radical of a promise and gift this is. That though we are sinners, though we deserve eternal condemnation and death, we know what is fitting for us as we look at the law, as the law shows us our sin. Yet our Lord far surpasses ourselves. What He sees fitting is your salvation. For what is fitting for God is your forgiveness. What is fitting for God is your righteousness. For what is fitting for God is your eternal life. And the only way this could be fitting is by sending His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to the cross for you. Now this is the epiphany, you guys, as we live in this world the eternal light of Christ. That in this darkness, our Lord brought the light. And though many would see Jesus on the cross, who was defeated, who was betrayed, who was betrayed by the hands of men, who was adorned with thorns, in this great humiliation, all of it to Christ was fitting. It was fitting For you. For this was the will of God to shed his blood on the cross, to wash away all of your sins, to be your redemption, purchasing you, paying you by that very price, the ransom. This is fitting to God for you. And for you, our Lord faced death straight on, standing in your place, dying the death your death, dying for sin, your sin, dying for, for reconciliation, your reconciliation with God. Because of it, there we see three days later, as the Lord saw fit to follow through, that from his death and resurrection, he would give you eternal life, forgiveness, Salvation, victory, and triumph. Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for for us to fulfill all righteousness. And Jesus fulfills righteousness for you. You're not just 75% righteous, or sometimes 10% righteous, or 99% righteous. No, the Lord has charged to you His righteousness by the blood that covers you. No doubt. No uncertainty. You are assured and blessed because you are righteous in front of God. And how fitting it is according to His will and plan for you. How radical this is. That you are children of God all by what Jesus has done for you. And even in your baptism, as we read this morning in Romans 6, You know, we read that text every time. Where? At a funeral. 
even in the midst of death. There the Lord saw fit to give you the promise, the grace, his mercy, even unto death in your baptism to raise you to the newness of life. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. This is fitting for you. Not because you've earned it. Not because you've merited your way to God. No, this is fitting because the Lord loves you. It's not because you chose or decide or decided on this. No, it is our Lord who calls and gathers you in the water and the word. This is what is fitting by the grace of our Lord, robing you in his righteousness, forgiving you, rescuing you from sin and death all the way to the newness of life. This is fitting. So let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us. To fulfill all righteousness. And you are fulfilled. How radical this is. For in Christ it is fitting. For in Christ it is finished. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.